So, well, you survived the weekend. You survived Snowpocalypse 2021. I survived Snowpocalypse, and I survived my second COVID shot. Oh, did you? Got second COVID yeah. shot? Yeah, they just tell you it's rough. And I, from what I took from like the five people who already had the second vaccine, I got like somewhere in the middle where like I wasn't like super nauseous. I couldn't fucking walk or anything. But like I just had a f- light fever and like- Were you just tired? I was pretty much like, you know how like when you get sick, like a fever and you're just like kind of uh, like your bone, your body's achy. Mm-hmm. It was like that. It okay. was like that's, that's what I've heard. I, mean, I heard the first one kind of numbs your arm, and then the other one you almost have like yeah, like flu symptoms for a couple. But days. it's literally for like a day. Like by like okay. the like I started feeling a little bit like not super well, which I was supposed to get it on Friday, but I told my manager I'm like I'm just gonna get it on Thursday because you're supposed to get it within a time frame. Like and I don't know how bad the snow is gonna be, so I'll just do it on Thursday. And I'm glad I did because. The snow was crazy. Was it way more yeah. than they said it was gonna be? Oh gosh, this weekend was just nuts. So I, I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah, going to our parents' house, the photos they sent were good and all, but they didn't do justice to what was in their yard. I mean, there was branches, especially from the pine tree, everywhere, all over their front yard, the neighbor's yard. I don't know how windows weren't busted, but yeah, it was. I don't know crazy. how nothing fell on the house. Yeah, even from the maple tree, nothing fell on the house. But the apple tree, oh my gosh, that is a sight to see in person. You got to go over there. What are they going to do with it? We're just going to chop it up. Firewood and mulch. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, firewood for all the fires they, they light. I don't know. Supposedly uh, their friend Dennis wants some of the wood. I mean, I'm sure uh, I'm sure they would have liked to have some nice, a lot of firewood on hand this week. When yeah. their power went out. That would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, guess what? You're coming over with me to clean it up. Oof, Running a chipper, bad. and we're going to clean it up. Like, yeah. All right, Mom, Dad, I want $50 in cash and lunch and dinner provided. Pietro's Pizza. And I'm like, and that's a steal, because I know you guys factored in like $10,000 to remove all those trees. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> I know, they're probably getting a swift kick in the butt they need to take those trees out. Hey, the good part is, though, man, no more stupid apples to pick up for them. I mean, like, those trees produce so much unedible apples. It's not even funny. It's just a mess every year. That is going away. Thank God. So, yeah, good stuff. There's some positive to look at. But it's a sight to see, though. And I thought it was part of the birch tree that fell down on the driveway. It was part of the walnut tree that fell down on the driveway, which is actually good because that tree... Fuck that tree. Sucks. (laughs) So, yeah, to have that much less coming down from that tree i mean literally like i'd say 60 percent of the tree is on our side hanging over right well hopefully they take this opportunity while big branch down and cleaning up and stuff and saw a few more branches off i wouldn't be like oh well now it's a danger to my house and my property exactly i mean they were well within the rights to cut it way before this but you know whatever yeah yeah good stuff well I'm excited uh, for today's movie. I don't know about you, but I am. I'm set. I'm ready to go. Okay. All right. What are we reviewing again? Wow. No apocalypse frontier. A movie called The Revenant also takes place in snow. Yes, different type of snow though. Not harsher, I would say. Before there were power lines coming yeah. down and transformers blowing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of different different dangers. All right. Well, let's get started here, Daniel. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies. And we drink some brews. I'm Jordan. Sharing through the screen here is Daniel. Hello, hello. Today, we are talking the Birdman follow-up for director Alejandro G. Inyaditu, The Revenant, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and... Grab a blanket as well, because, man, it gets cold watching this movie. Cheers. Cheers. All right, Daniel. So, what do you got on your end there today? I have uh, Laurelwood Laurelwood Brewing Company. Uh, It's called the Workhorse IPA. Oh, I've heard of that one. Show it out here real quick. It's pretty good. I hadn't. It just showed up. 
and the little market that I usually stop by on my way home to grab a beer if I need to. And I'm like, oh, cool. Tastes pretty good. Yeah, I've had that one. It's really good. So I've got a brand new one here I've never had before. This one is by Little Beast Brewing. It's called Salted Honey Pie. Oh, my. Is it a stout? Definitely sounds like a dark beer. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, kind of different, but tasty. I like it. No, I I wouldn't say it's a stout. It's a dark beer, but I don't know if I qualified as stout. What do they call it? They just say Maker Series Salted Honey Pie Loretta Jeans. Um, Loretta Jeans, Portland, Oregon. I guess it's a collaboration beer. Okay. They just hate it when what it is isn't right on the label. Come on. Right. Ah, it's good though. I like it. Yeah, I, I think I said this last time. Little Beast Brewing is slowly becoming another favorite of mine. I really like their stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, shall we just let's get into it, Daniel? Let's uh anything on the news front? Okay, we got a few things. I know we had at least one or two new trailers. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 start with the trailers. Where the fuck my notes. There are my notes. Because we got two things. We'll start with uh the Snyder Cut trailer finally dropped, or like like the official trailer, which maybe they had previously announced a release date, but they did uh, the trailer and <laughs> should have written down the release date. But the Snyder Cut is coming out on, in March on HBO Max. Woohoo! And so <laughs> I know I'm just like I'm I I'm I'm not I don't know if I'm excited. Like I'm not like people who campaigned for this to happen oh, no. I'm definitely not that i'm curious i'm not really stoked and excited per se but curious same but then i'm also like i said i'll have to rewatch justice league before unfortunately yeah i i think i'm going to watch man of steel bvs justice league i think it's just those three before going into this new one which is still quite a bit of homework yeah i mean that is quite a bit still I don't know, but it's it's interesting. It's crazy that it happened. Um, so also, I, think it's, I, moving, I think it's pretty cool that it's coming out. Whether it's good or not, I still think it's cool that it's happening. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like I'm, I'm like I said, I'm. I mean, a studio said we're going to give Zack Snyder X amount of money, like forty million or something crazy like that, to finish what he envisioned and throw it out there for the world to see pretty cool a studio to do that i think i mean yeah it's no matter what this is gonna do gangbuster numbers like we hear all about like you know when netflix premieres like this big viral movie or something it's like it broke netflix records i'm like i'm sure this is gonna break some streaming records oh, or at the sure. very least people are gonna pirate the crap out of this if they don't want <laughs> hbo max new records that's another thing they're releasing this huge thing and hbo max is still only available in the u.s really i didn't know yeah. that so it's going to break other numbers too, then, including pirating. Oh yeah, it probably will because people want to see this outside of the U.S. and they're only going to be able to see it by pirating it. That's too bad. Well, HBO Max needs to get on it and get everywhere because man, I, I, so far for a while, this I app. don't know why it hasn't launched. <laughs> I don't know, but yes. Yeah, so the Snyder Cut trailer again, interesting to kind of just kind of see what's up. Uh, it's going to be a long day, mm-hmm. but, and it comes Gosh, out. Yeah, I got, I got homework as far as watching at least the three I mentioned up until Snyder Cut, as well as I still want to watch Godzilla, Kong, and King of Monsters before the new Godzilla Kong Which movie. Which also comes out in March. It's like, oh, that's a lot of homework I got to get going on. I got to get going on it quick. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the other trailer that we both watched today, because it dropped today, was the Cruella trailer for the Disney like live action adaptation of the for the character? I gotta and... say, oh, can I start? Oh, you can start. Love Emma Stone, she's one of my favorites. This trailer, very underwhelming. There's just nothing that, like, ooh, gotta see this about it. 
I was like, wow, this just does not look great. Like, doesn't look terrible per se, but there is nothing pulling me in saying, ooh, I can't wait for this to launch on Disney Plus or theaters or whatever. Nothing. Yeah. Very I mean, part of my morning rituals, I usually like watch a couple YouTube videos as I'm kind of waking up before I uh, clock in for work. And I'm like, okay, well, this trailer was like on the front page. I'm like, yeah, yeah, drop today. So I watched it. And I remember thinking this morning, like, it's like Disney said, hey, we have a character that we can make a Joker movie out of. Yeah, you know? for kids. And then, and then like, later I just started seeing that everywhere. It's like, it's like people just saying, it feels like Disney's trying to make the Joker. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so I wasn't alone. Yeah. But still and, for kids. So it's just but, like, yeah. You know, okay. It's like, hey, kids, you want to go see the Joker, but your parents said no? Yeah. Well, here's Cruella. Yeah. Exactly. Yay. You know, like, I'm. I, I mean, I'm sure Stone got a nice paycheck for this. I mean, everybody does. Not what I want to see her in, but I'm sure she got a nice paycheck for it. I'm sure. And, you know, no shame in that. Everybody wants a franchise. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, I know. I'm still going to watch Oh, well, Hopefully. I don't know if I'll pay $30 for it if they're trying to do that or if it's going to drop in oh, theater. F no. You know, but. Oh, speaking of theaters, um, Theater Open Canvas opened again. Oh, nice. Sweet. I know. They're so, playing Vertigo this week for their classic. I'm not sure if I'll see that because I've seen that one like two or three times in theaters over the years. Yeah, I've seen that one too. But yeah, uh, back to Cruella. Yeah, I'm just like, and I've said it so many times that I'm just like, for anything they announce, I'm just not excited for Disney live action adaptations. They're all very meh at best, you know? But Looking you at know, you, Lion King. Actually, you, I will, like I said, I'm not, wa- I, di- I wasn't, I didn't really like the trailer. I don't really, like I said, like the live action adaptations they've been doing, but at least this one is not a rehash so to speak it doesn't look like a rehash like it looks yeah. more like I mean, we've already had live action 101 dalmatians with gun close which actually was not a bad live action adaptation the first no. i never actually never saw the second one but I, I i did enjoy the first one the first one's good the second one's for kids yeah, but kylie and i loved it because we were kids but um i was too cool for it by that yeah. time i mean that's pretty much all i gotta say on that right now so yeah a couple trailers here um and yeah, then, oh ahead. no i have more just those we're done with it we're done with the trailers now so a couple quicker things is sonic the hedgehog 2 has a release date set for april 8th 2022 Woo-hoo. so i'm like holy shit it's happening They're doing it again and i remember i saw that and hey, I i'm there i am there <laughs> I, shiloh was like I can't believe they're making another one. Like, but people like it was received pretty well overall. And she's like, "Yeah, but people like bullied that studio." I'm like, I, I don't condone that, but I'm just like, but it did make Sonic look better. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, and we actually did the math. Apparently, that movie made like between budget and box office made like 280 million dollars in profit. It did good. Yeah, it did good. I mean, I think it was the had to double check, but it was it definitely one of the top money makers of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> considering what kind of year that was for movies. I mean, yeah, who would have thought Sonic the Hedgehog and Bad Boys 3 would have been the top money makers of the year? Nobody. Nobody. Sure, extenuating circumstances, but technically true. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so interesting. Crazy. I'm gonna go see, especially with the tease from the end of the first movie. Oh yeah. With Jim Carrey is full, full on um, Dr. Robotnik, or that's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like we're just going to line up for like this zany, crazy ass sequel. I think so, which I think it'll be a lot of fun. I hope so. Uh, next, I have Netflix announced a Wednesday Adams live action series, and it's directed by Tim Burton. What kind of series? It's Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family. Movie or series? It's a it's a live action series that Netflix is gonna have. Directed by Tim Burton. Well, that should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, apparently it's gonna be his like you know directorial debut for television too. 
but apparently he's just been a longtime fan of the Adams family. Yeah, so. yeah, I knew about that. Real quick, I'm looking him up. What is he slated for um, as far as movies go? I oh my know. God. They changed his IMDb page. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this IMD photo. Oof. Jesus. I mean, it's. It's, yeah, that's hilarious. It's Tim Burton. Eh? I mean, that's the one I know and love. But geez, all right, that's kind of funny. All right, so what do we got here? Producing, yeah, the hopefully Beetlejuice two happens. I don't know. Director, all right. Dumbo Wednesday TV series Beetlejuice two. Okay, so yeah, it looks like Beetlejuice two is his next for feature films, which will be pretty interesting. Um. You looking forward to another Beetlejuice? I don't know. Like, I'm n no, I don't think so. I'm I, just I not just, excited I, for movies that are like. I really hope the magic is still there. I just I, the sequels that are decades later just are generally just not very good. Especially since Beetlejuice is a classic. Yeah. I don't know. So no, not excited for another Beetlejuice. Yeah, same. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of up in the air on that one. Anyway, all right. Well, cool. I'll check that out. Netflix, I'll check it out. Yeah, why not? Why not? So I'm a week behind on WandaVision, but I'm really enjoying it so far. Yeah, I'm all caught up. So I'm 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 enjoying the shit out of it. Good stuff, good stuff. Cannot wait for uh Falcon Winter Soldier. I know. That's going to be awesome. going to be sweet. It's probably going to stand on the shoulders of WandaVision, so I got to keep up with WandaVision. But yeah, I worked, let's see here, between Thursday through Monday, I think I worked somewhere around 56 hours. Damn. That's a lot. Pretty long weekend. It just so much craziness. Getting stuck, helping other people get unstuck. Just a long weekend of in the snow. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on here. Other things we saw this week. Uh, I actually have nothing because I just, like I just said, I worked so much this weekend that I just didn't get around to any other movies. So I have nothing this week, unfortunately. I'm sorry, everybody. No, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> again, I don't want, I, I didn't watch, I didn't watch any other movies either. I just had spent this week mostly because like Friday, I was just sick. So, but Saturday and Sunday, just kind of, and throughout the week, I'm like, just kind of, you know, watch TV shows. Sweet. Brooklyn Anything good? Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Fucking awesome. Brooklyn so. Nine-Nine. All right. Cool. Yeah. I've just been keeping up on uh, Six Feet Under, almost done with season four. Then I got the final season. It's been a really right. fun recapping this show. I, I missed it. It's been, yeah, just great fun rewatching it. It's a very dark, so. dark drama, but it's, uh, it's good. Enjoyable. All right. Are we ready to get into our main movie on tap here, Daniel? Yep. Let's do it. Let's talk The Revenant. cool theme song too for this movie all right so yes the revenant here came out in 2015 written by mark l smith and alejandro g in yachty two directed by alejandro g in yachty two starring leonardo dicaprio tom hardy will poulter dom hall gleason is that how you say his name aka general hux from star wars prequel or uh, sequel trilogy and Peter Rabbit. And Peter Rabbit. <laughs> and Forrest, good luck. So, the Revenant revolves around a frontier man on a fur trading expedition in the 1820s, fights for survival after being mauled by a bear and left for dead by members of his own hunting team. So, who'd like to go first for general thoughts? I don't know. You want me to go first since it's the first time I saw it? Why don't you go first? 
Well, my first thought is I kept watching, like I kept like kind of forgetting and then remembering. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is the same guy who did Birdman, a completely different movie. And I'm, it just seems like it's so fun to see like a weird, like black comedy kind of with Birdman. Mm-hmm. You know, and then to go to that, to like a seriously like cinematic movie. I don't know, like I, I, I just heard of this movie mostly because, you know, this is the one that Leonardo DiCaprio finally got an Oscar for. I just never got around to seeing it, but I'm like, oh, I would like to see it. I mean, it's still a good movie. I definitely like other movies that he's been in more and different characters more, but it's still a good movie. Like, I, I still enjoyed it. It was, it did lag a little bit. It kind of lagged or dragged, I guess, in the middle for me a little bit, but it d- did start to pick up speed at the very end though. So I, overall, I still had a good time. Okay. So yeah, I, re- I did see this back in 2015 in theaters. I remember seeing the trailer for it and getting pretty excited. I mean, not only was it starring two of my favorites, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy, but I was just excited to see the follow-up to um, director Alejandro G. And Yachty 2's Birdman. Very different movie than Birdman, but was still just excited to see what this director was going to do next. And if you want to hear our thoughts on Birdman, check out last week's episode. <laughs> but anyway, I remember sitting in theaters, though, and just being blown away by this movie. Land, like, just everything from the production design and the landscaping of this to the cinematography, just blown away by it. I mean, I was sitting there in the theater in the wintertime, heated theater freezing just watching this movie just because you can just feel what the characters are feeling in that cold environment uh i mean i thought the acting was great from dicaprio to hardy to just everybody on their crew their you know fur trade crew just great acting all around again great cinematography you open up with that scene uh with them versus the natives and that them circling them and attacking them just so well choreographed in so many ways and just so realistic I mean, you're like almost like sitting there. I'm like last night in my living room, like, oh my God, am I going to get shot by an arrow? <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I got, I, I just remember being blown away by this movie back then. And I had same thing now, just sitting there in my living room yesterday, just same thing all over again. It's great feeling. I got to say, I think this movie goes down smooth. I don't really think it has slow moments. It's a two and a half hour movie. And I think it's so well paced. It goes down really smooth. At least it did for me. Um, yeah, I remember this was like, for 2015 this is probably my second favorite movie that year right behind mad max fury road i mean both of them were just epic movie experiences for the movie theater and yeah if they ever would play this in a second run theater i'd go see it in the theaters again yeah that's the one thing that i also probably helped like it not like shine and well <laughs> it's more just like i was watching it and what was holding it back to like really shining through was my constant thoughts like because yeah one of the things i'm like even like and I wrote that down in my notes. Even when I thought like the movie slowed down a little bit, like the cinematography is still there and it makes it so, it's just, it's so gorgeous to look at. You know, that even, like I said, like when I was feeling a little slow, I still didn't mind it as much because I'm like, it still looks fucking amazing, which also kind of built into like negatively impacting it in just the sense of, I'm like, shit, dude, I can't believe I never saw this in theaters. Cause I'm like, this would, this is a you movie that have. watching it, I'm like, oh, now I definitely, I missed out on something. This is a must theater movie. I mean, just like the hateful eight and all that beautiful landscaping out in the snow and everything like that. Same thing with this movie. I mean, it was just jaw dropping, beautiful in theaters. Yeah. And I mean, the movie, like, one of the coolest things about the movie is that they has a lot, like, it's not like super, super dialogue heavy, like at least not all the time. Like there are that heavy, like, you know, it ebbs and flows with like a pickup and dialogue, but there's a lot of quiet moments where you're just like in the environment, just kind of like getting- Which, which I think is just great, honestly. Oh, it like, is. Like I've heard people complain over the years, like, oh man, this is the one he got an Oscar for. He barely has any lines in this movie. I'm like, you don't need to have dialogue per se, you know? I mean- he put he still gives us an amazing performance. I mean, the first 40 minutes of Wall, he doesn't have dialogue, and that's some of the best 40 minutes of animation ever. So yeah, yeah, all you like complaining about dialogue. I mean, same people that complain, like, oh, Sharon Tate didn't have too much dialogue in the once upon a time in Hollywood. Well, yeah, because she's by herself. What's she gonna just do? Walk around like a drug addict talking out loud? 
Yeah. Same thing with him in the woods by himself. <laughs> right, especially in the added bonus, which is like also his throat's cut and healing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like I get it. Like, yeah, he doesn't need dialogue. You, you just kind of get submersed in like the elements. Yeah. Which again, would I mean, this on IMAX would have just fucking blown oh, my mind God. wide open. I, I wish we could go see this in theaters again. Like, you know, I was talking about the Camus Theater opening up again. I'd like to recommend this that they play this movie. I would go see it. Right. But yeah, it was so much fun to revisit this movie. I, yeah, I have not seen it since theaters. I don't know why I've waited this many years later to finally watch it again because I've, I've had it on my Blu ray shelf for a couple of years now at least. But yeah, so glad to finally just have an excuse to sit down and watch it. Loved it. Yeah. Loved every minute of it. It's just so much fun. Just so many crazy moments. Um, yeah, without spoiling anything yet, uh, I don't know. I guess let's just talk about like maybe the first first act a little bit here. So you got, you know, fur traders out in the cold expedition. Uh, we, you know, DiCaprio's Hugh Glass character. He's a hunter and he's out there looking for food for the crew, and. That's when, you know, all of a sudden he hears his crew behind, you know, getting attacked. Uh, you got natives attack, surrounding them and attacking them, just arrows flying everywhere. That, what, what did you think of that opening scene? Well, that, like you said, kind of mentioned earlier, like the opening scene is really good because you kind of, it feels super real. Like it doesn't feel staged. It doesn't feel campy. It just feels like, you know, like they're full, like the Native Americans are full on like attacking their encampment and they're just caught so off guard, like so, most of them just die off immediately and like the ones just scrambling to try and figure out what the fuck's going on and yeah, then i mean just arrows like, coming out of nowhere flying right through your bodies I and mean, there's so many great moments too like one guy's uh i think he has a native on top of him attacking him another guy comes up and starts beating him with a gun and just bashing his head and then while he's doing that an arrow goes right through his face yeah just like and i mean all of it just seemed very just realistic very realistic. It, does. it just feels like yeah it's, it's very visceral like yeah you're right it does just feel really realistic and i was just and i thought it was kind of interesting i mean i guess like and you do find that like pretty early on that the whole reason like the native mirrors i'm like okay like how these guys fucking piss them off besides you know just probably taking their shit you know because i'm like they're they're like getting full-on fucking attacked and then i'm I'm glad that they just like gave the Native Americans the motivation. Like it's very simple. They just like somebody stole my fucking daughter, and literally they're on the war path trying to get her back. So that's why they're just like no mercy, no talking. Literally just like scorched earth tactics, mm -hmm. which I thought was really like interesting. It just makes it like that much more stressful. It's like there's no like chance of him talking. Like no one's has a chance of really talking themselves out of anything. Oh no, it's, it's, you know, it's so it very fight much, or die. Presents, you know, so you got the elements as like fight, run, die. That's the only options. And the more like, like cinematic danger, I guess, is like the pursuit of like the Native American tribes in the like process trying to get his daughter back, you know? So you got like kind of like an invisible enemy, well, even not even still being invisible because it's mostly like the snow, like the wind, like the animals. Like, so it's, there's a lot of like that, but there's just like a traditional and, and just like the environment's kind of like a character all on its own. Oh, completely. Cause like you said, like, it's so like, again, like, uh, like the makeup and like is crazy and how like the makeup effects are amazing just like, I mean, like you said, like you don't need dialogue cause you see so much emotion and fear and like stress just when they do like those long shot, like shots on like his face where he's just like fucking freezing his ass off but being silent and you know, it's just like, and he said, that's where the real acting comes in. Oh, completely. 100%. Yeah. So what, what, about 10 of them escape onto a boat and start going down the river. But then they pull over to abandon the boat and keep going on foot. Yeah. And then they are trying to stash their furs to uh, hopefully come back for them later. Yeah. Man. I mean, I just can imagine being in those environments, just freezing cold. I mean, I mean, it's just... Well, you had back then. You didn't have nice indoor heating and things like that. Yeah, even the indoor vehicles. <laughs> you were on horseback. You were either on foot or horseback. That's all you had. Yeah. You had nice heavy fur coats. Ah, just crazy realism though. Like people just eating meat right off the bone of animals. Like just so much realism of everything. 
I thought everything was just so well done. Again, from the production design to the editing, to the cinematography, to the sound design, to the score, just so well done and everything thought out so, so well. I mean, they shot this in 100% natural light. So you had to get everything planned out perfectly for your day of shooting. And you only had a couple hours at a time to get those precise shots that you wanted. Damn, they went on Titanic where they waited like, what, three weeks to get the perfect sunset? Basically. Yes, I can hear the dog. Okay, I was like, I don't know if you hear that. Do you hear that? Yeah, Tucker's barking. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's really cool. Like, that just makes it even more, like, again, the cinematography is so on point. And again, I keep having to remind myself, like, the guy who... I watched like made me laugh my ass off and like was completely enthralled from start to finish Birdman. Then turned around and was like, look, I made a movie. I made it quick, you know? And they just like, all right, well, here's an actual movie. And I don't know if this is something that was brought to him or something that was like, so what do you want to make now? And he just said, I wanted to make this. I don't know. He, yeah, because he was co-writer of the script. The script existed before Birdman. Uh, he wanted DiCaprio for it. DiCaprio was, uh, I think he was um, committed to Wolf of Wall Street at the time. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, it just worked out this way. I think so, somebody else, I'm trying to remember, somebody else was supposed to play Tom Hardy's character and dropped out due to scheduling. And then Tom Hardy got the role, which I'm glad he did. Because, man, he, he's unrecognizable in this. I mean, he, he got nominated for this. And I'm glad. He, well-deserved. Well-deserved. He was yeah. phenomenal in this. He's really good. You understand his motivation. <laughs> That's the thing, like, Part of me is just like, man, fuck this guy. What a dickhead. But at the same time, I just keep thinking, I'm like, what would I have fucking done? You kind of get it. You get it. Like, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, I get that he's supposed to be the bad guy, but you get it. It feels like a very, like, relatable thing. Like, I get it. You just don't want to die. And you don't want to die in horrible and exciting ways. Exactly. (laughs) He's like, especially like being in like the freezing winter, he's just like, I just want to go to fucking Texas and buy a little plot of land. Yeah, they filmed this up. Be- I forget what city, but they filmed this up in Canada. And I, this this movie had a revolving door as far as the crew goes, because uh, just people quitting and having to hire new people. Because just the environments were just so harsh for the crew for filming this. Damn. DiCaprio declares this as the hardest movie he's ever done. I think part of it's because he's a vegetarian and had to eat actual meat. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, he 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 describes this as the hardest movie he's ever done. Damn, I mean, that's probably again that's what makes it look so real mm-hmm. because he's it's not like a snow machine. He's freezing his ass off. So let's uh, let's go on here. So they abandon the boat. They're on foot for now. I do want to say I I do like the relationship between him and his son. We get some flashbacks of his wife and how she got killed. But yeah, I love him and his son's relationship. That's really good. Yeah. I will say as a visual, I love that shot of his wife dying or dead. He finds her dead, and you see that bird coming out of her chest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What an amazing visual, that bird. I mean, that looks so realistic of a bird just coming out of her chest and flying. I kind of, I guess I kind of think of it as like her soul leaving her, if you will. Yeah, and you know, and that's another thing like... But what a cool visual. If they do have like a little bit of magical essence in those types of scenes like with that and there's a few other shots of her like when he just kind of wakes up and she's just like the shot of her just like floating in the air above him yeah I mean, like i do like I, like I like how that you could still make like magical shots like kind of like birdman but obviously a bit more grounded it's more just felt more spiritual mm-hmm. in the movie and it but it didn't feel out of place like he's just like i mean especially when like you see his son in the spirit i mean spoiler his son dies <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there but um i don't know I, I i that's one of the things that was a highlight. like i thought it was very interesting how we kind of did like similar magical shots but like grounded them a little bit more made them less fantastical to fit this grounded movie mm-hmm. and like these are also like when he's like kind of like hallucinating or dreaming i'm not really sure that right. it's I, just, I, I figured dreaming was what, what i he's figured dreaming of his family you know or just like thinking about seeing them again exactly you know, especially because you're like it feels like like that's another thing i'm like is are these like moments when he's very close to death 
you know, because he's so messed up for a while. Yeah, well, he's messed up through the whole movie. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> just... that, so let's, let's just talk. Let's talk that scene. So, you know, they're they're uh, they abandoned the boat. They're on foot now. He goes off to you know, let's just say, find dinner for some folks and uh, sees a couple cubs. Oh, hey, look at the little cute little bears. Nice. And all of a sudden, Mama Bear comes up upon us, and boom, mauled almost to death by a bear. What did you think of that scene? One of the things that, when like again, um, that was that's kind of like the big scene that everybody talks about, you know. And you know, I thought it was like I, I guess I was expecting it. Um, I don't know if it like blew me away. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't surprised because that's literally. What you had to see this about. in theaters. In theaters, my jaw was on the ground. Yeah, I mean, it still was very like visceral and like he struggled. Like he gets a shot off, but it doesn't fucking matter. Bear just goes for him, like pounces on him. Like I'm like, how heavy is this fucking bear? Like at least five hundred. Well, I'm so yeah. curious how they shot this. Like, cause him getting thrown around. Like, was he on wires? Was he like this robotic arm that was taken out later? CGI throwing him around? Like the way they shot this was like, holy shit. Right, there was no cracks from the CGI. Like, I you could the only crack you can say is like maybe the bear doesn't look as good as it did in 2015, but I still think it looks pretty good. And at the very least, like, yeah, it looks like that bear is throwing him around. Like, there's no cracks and like where it doesn't sync up perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually just really surprised. I'm like, oh shit, this happened a lot earlier than I thought it would. You know, but I also like. You know, all you see, like all I've ever seen is like you know, like picture, like still shots of DiCaprio like by himself, like surviving from in like in the movie. So I was very like surprised that there was like a lot of other people's drama. You know, like obviously all connected, but like there was a lot more cast of characters that we were following too that I didn't expect to be there, which was actually a very nice surprise. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What what a crazy scene though, and yeah, they find him. I mean, just his neck split open, back just torn up. I mean, the the makeup effects were just amazing in this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like it was it was very creepy. Like, yeah, I, was just, I mean, you're just looking. Like, I'm not like, a queasy person, but I'm like, damn, that looks. It does look pretty. It looks damn real. Yeah, I mean, you're like, shit, that bear fucked him up, and he just barely killed it. Yeah, that's so crazy. I mean, that's yeah. the only thing. Like, I guess there's like that pause too, where like he gets completely mauled, jumped on, and the bear walks away. He's just like pretending like he's dead, you know? And then he gets up like slowly and is kind of trying to like figure out what he's going to do. And then the next barrage comes, you know? And I, I was just like, oh, fuck, dude. He's just going to like, Hopefully he's just gonna walk away. I'm like he's still messed up, but no, he's like he. Then he gets more messed up, <laughs> yeah. and then eventually like takes down the bear narrowly, like surviving. Oh, falling down that that shot of him falling down the small hill, and then the bear landing on him. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So his crew finds him. They patch him up. Luckily, we got a guy that's uh, whose dad's a doctor. They patch him up a little bit. And I love him. like, how do you know this? My dad's a doctor. I'm like, ooh, not really feeling too great about that, but. Well, fair or nothing. <laughs> My dad's an electrician. I'm not. <laughs> it's just... But yeah, they start carrying him. Man. But yeah, then they're like, yeah, you know, he's slowing us down. So we got to just, you know, th- this crew is going to go this way. Who's going to stay back with him and carry him? And, you know, we get a couple of volunteers. You know, we get Tom, Tom Hardy's, you know, John. Uh, Fitzgerald character as well as um, Bridger, they they and his of course his son Hawk. They all volunteer to stay behind and carry him. Yeah, I mean I I get uh, Fitzgerald's you know frustrations a lot. Like I don't want to get killed. The natives are not far behind. We're barely ahead. I do not want to get killed for the sake of this guy who's pre- gonna be dead probably anyway. Which which most likely he was gonna die. <laughs> So, yeah, like any sane person, would be like yeah, and it's like get you're not gonna you don't want to abandon your father, cool. But he's like, I don't even know why he stayed. Well, I guess he was negotiating like he wanted the money. Yeah, well, he was basically yeah. yeah he negotiated to where he was going to get set up and be able to just get out of the environment altogether of cold and go live in Texas. Right. He's like, you know um, what? Fine, fuck it. I survive this. I get paid. I'm going to Texas, getting a farm and living happily ever after there. But again, for the Fitzgerald character, like the Tom Hardy 
character to like like yeah like even still like you get why he does it like he's technically the bad guy but i'm like i get it like it you'd be hard pressed to find anybody who wouldn't be thinking about me like this guy's fucking dead uh i'm just gonna go or else we're gonna be dead too by either elements animals or the native americans Mm -hmm. you know so but then to also give him that fucked up backstory i'm like i thought he was just balding until like a few shots and you're like oh shit like his head looks messed up then he says like yeah uh a tribe like some i forgot what tribe he says it was but like was in the process of scalping him like cut off a piece of his fucking head (laughs) you know and i'm just like yeah yeah i get i mean i get your motivations you've had a hard fucking life you just don't want to fucking die in the cold exactly Oh, you know? gosh. But how crazy is that scene when they he tries to bury him and then finally it was like halfway burying him. It's like, fuck it, let's just go. And then just leaves him there. Yeah, I th- I mean, I thought that was pretty crazy. Again, like, and that's after he kills his son. Yeah. It's like, also, dude. I was like, come on. Yeah, but I was yeah. like, you didn't need to do that. And then he just fucking stacks. I'm like, yeah, like, you're a bad guy, but I get why you're doing what you're doing you're just trying not to fucking die right just like yeah. anybody else i know that was, God, that was too bad so yeah but then uh so hugh glass comes out of the ground you know not quite as epic as the bride coming out of the uh grave no but again and that kill, kill bill like reference the... for anybody wondering what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> yeah. but also again adding to the realism and like the urgency and like the the realism I guess of just like the entire movie. It just doesn't stand up. He got mauled by a fucking bear. They're carrying out on a stretcher. He like crawls on the ground for I don't even know how far he's quite a while. Yeah. He's traveling by foot crawling now. I mean, God, and that I did did you feel the emotions though when he finds his son dead frozen? Oh my god. I just was like, oh he's already lost his wife. Now he lost his son. He he's literally has nothing, he had nothing but his son. And he was trying everything to protect him. And then just to see him fucking like stashed away, not even buried. And he can't bury him because he's in no condition to. Right. I honestly thought he might try to like pull him like to like the grave that was supposed to be his. But I'm like, again, he just didn't have the energy and he just kind of lies. Too fucked up, too much pain, lost too much blood. Yeah. Yeah. So... But yeah, I mean, just, that was mess. But from that, that point that. on, though, just all the survival stuff of just him, again, facing just the elements of the cold and the winter. Oh, so crazy. I mean, one of my favorite scenes, though, is when he does uh, go up to that tribe and takes the horse. That scene. First off, before he takes the horse, though, stopping that guy from raping the native woman. Yeah, or... Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, he didn't quite stop well, he, him. He didn't stop... He prevent him from fir- I got you know stopped him yeah like in the I, I, know, I was actually really shot I'm like holy fuck like this is again just like everything's so real I'm like fuck this just feels like I'm like I don't this is hard watching and I'm like I'm glad I mean but at least you get some justice in that scene where he, he's just like I'll leave him to you and she fucking cuts his balls off yes <laughs> and you just like you don't see her do it but you see everybody's like hey what the fuck and the guy's just like oh and then you just see his like like his crush is just fucking bloody and blood like, gushing everywhere it's like well bye yeah. like that was Which, one of the real things quick like, back oh, back to that first battle i do love how the whole thing starts off with this guy walking up to the camp naked with arrows in his back and collapsing on the ground and that kicks off everything yeah great great shot there anyway but uh god yeah i love that scene though running on the horse getting away and the cinematography you're going with him he, on the horse and all of a sudden just whoo over a cliffside you're like oh, fuck. i know i know i'm just like i remember thinking of that i'm like out of the frying pan into the fire yeah you know but again i i know i'm like dude how are you alive and you know at least the like but there's like i feel like there's feet like like several feet of snow and technically he might have slowed down his descent by hitting and breaking several tree branches well yeah exactly he he probably was with with his every 
reaching out, trying to grab any branch possible on the way down, slowing him down to where he uh, hit the snow. Yeah, but then, oh, God, we lead to one of the most crazy visuals, in my opinion, in this movie, is when uh, he, the night cold night's coming and he needs somewhere to sleep and ends up just cutting open the horse, pulling out its insides, like intestines and stuff, stomach, the bar line from Star Wars. Ugh. Ugh. And I thought that smelled bad on the outside. Yeah. Watching know, him get thing, like... naked and go inside a fucking horse. Oh, <laughs> well, I know. I'm just like, and that was, an, again, shocking scene after shocking scene, but that just shocked me for several other reasons. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, he's just going to cut it open and crawl inside. I'm like, nope, nope, this is real. He's like, there's not room enough for a whole human body. So he has to cut out a bunch of intestines, like everything, or at least a, looked like a lot, if not yeah. everything. And then it's just like, well, you know, what's he going to do? Get his clothes all bloody? No, he's going to get naked and then crawl inside. <laughs> like, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, but holy Yeah, and that's shit. another thing. I'm like, yeah. And I was just thinking, like, yeah, and that only works for one night. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's not because, like, again, like, once he, like, it wakes up, like, he's, like, kind of peeling back the, the flesh, and it's just, like, super frozen over. I'm like, yep, that's it's over. Like you got to use it for one night, and then you just have to move on. Gosh, I just oh, I can't. I just, I just couldn't even imagine the feel of a dead animal around you, the smell. I just couldn't even imagine. No, but you know Literally, what? Like, back we're then, we're so far they, removed at this point. It's like back what? then they were survivors. You know. Now I'm just like fuck. My phone won't send my text messages. Come on. Oh man, I'm out of TV. Damn, life sucks. <laughs> oh, my Amazon delivery got delayed by a day. Why do they even say two day shipping? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh gosh, but then let's see. We move on here. I'm trying to think of the other net before he gets before we get back to the town. I guess I'm trying to think of some other big scene. Uh, one scene I loved, and this again just makes gives me chills, is when um, you know, he's got his little tiny like cave and he hears the native americans and he's trying to like not get seen by them so he gets into the freezing ass cold water yep still feels like he's gonna get seen so he keeps moving down it till finally he's all the way in it and then he gets seen then he just has to go float down river down the waterfall oh my god so many great shots of the cinematography in this movie is truly it won for best Let's see, as far as Academy Awards go, this one for Best Actor, DiCaprio, Director, Cinematography. Well-deserved in my book. Well-deserved. Yeah. It was also nominated for Best Picture, Best Production Design, Sound, Makeup, Visual Effects, Supporting Actor, Tom Hardy, as well as Costume Design and Editing. I mean, this could have... I forget what it was up against that year. Mad Max Fury Road, I know was one, but... This could have taken home everything for the win, and I would have been satisfied. Right. But, God, just everything. I mean, I'm sitting there under a blanket watching this, just freezing. Because it's just, oh. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But, so, I guess, I guess we should talk the end here. I guess, spoiler alert, we're going to talk the very end now, the last, last act. Okay. Uh, well, one thing I wanted right. to mention, I can't remember exactly what position like i think this was after the chase and the water like after he got away that time i think it was even after uh the horse falling off the cliff but when he's like sleeping and then kind of wakes up in the middle of the night to see all those buffalo mm -hmm. you know and then the wolves get the buffalo then he eventually sees a Native American that he runs into from like oh yes yes tribe. this was a very great scene as well yes meets the Native American builds him shelter yeah the the Native American builds him shelter like protects him and I was just, you know like helps him like yeah you're gonna travel with me and like and he helps he like tries to heal him you know like helps him out with like cleaning his wounds and making sure they aren't getting more infected and you know they just have like a small journey like I don't even know how long of a part that is like 10, 15 minutes, maybe, maybe 20. But then to have that like connection, he's just like, you know, 
uh i mean he's the one that tells him like you know revenge is for the gods or the creator i guess um and just to have all that and then to him just like wake up from the uh from well, from DiCaprio's character to like after he like passes out, the guy builds him a shelter next to a fire in this huge blizzard. And then when DiCaprio wakes up in the morning, he walks around a little bit because he's I think he's trying to find him. Like he's kind of tracking where he went and finds him hanging like somebody hung him in a tree with like a sign. And I'm just I wrote that damn like shit, dude. That broke my heart. Yeah. That oh gosh. It, it's just one surprise after another of this movie, which I, which is why I love it. You're like, you can't, can't have too much fun, I guess. Can't get too comfortable. I'm like, this is a hard well, un- thing. Right when you are getting comfortable, boom, you get hit with something else. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck dude, like that sucked. And then that, that's what leads into that uh, scene where he's stealing the horses and saves the girl or the, like the princess or leader's daughter. Yeah but damn like that was hard that was yeah. like probably the hardest part of what well, i would say that and the rape scene were the two hardest parts for me to, i'm like because one of them's like one of them was hard to watch but the other one was just like fuck man why <laughs> just like damn but that's the whole movie yeah there's the whole thing so yeah what would you think of the ending so i guess we'll just fast forward here so you have fitzgerald you know he's gonna be he's got his money he's gonna be taken off and uh finally um glass returns to the camp the town i don't know what you call it let's just say town i guess returns to the town um they work on him a little bit to get him more a little more healed up and uh yeah i mean he wants to go after him i mean he's pissed this guy left him for dead killed his son and yeah he wants his revenge yeah and well deserved after it yeah i mean i i I gotta say i love that fight scene at the end between them oh man it's so brutal like they like what dicaprio gets stabbed like through the hand and like in his leg well he takes an axe to uh, fitzgerald's hand takes fingers off oh my god and i just love that like that was just like it wasn't like as it like you know, in an action movie, you'd be like, zoom and be like, oh, slow-mo, cut fingers off. But no, it's just like so fluid that like they're just fighting. Then he just grabs yeah. it, swings it. And then you just see a couple things fly off. I'm like, holy shit, was that his fingers? And then he holds it up. She's like, fuck, you yeah. know? And I'm just like, oh my God, like it's so just so crazy. And yeah, to, and one thing that like, not necessarily like made me laugh, but you know, like, they have that whole fucking like fight and it's very this is one of the most like visceral like real fights i've seen in a movie but they no. have that fight and he's about to finish him off you know and then he says like you know revenge won't bring your boy back you know and then he kind of like sees the native americans across the water and he's like and he just like says like oh revenge is for god to do or whatever the quote was now, does Revenant I, necessarily mean revenge? I always thought it meant return. So the movie's in a way called The Return. Because I think Revenant in like a different language means that. But anyway, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt, but. Oh, no. Well, um, I just thought that was, I kind of thought that was hilarious. And she's just like, well, he's not going to kill you with his own hands. But he's like, well, it's God's decision and throws him to the river, you know, like to the native American, just kind of like pass them off and then they kill him like yeah immediately and i'm like was it really in god's hands if you sent him down river to the native americans who you knew were gonna kill him i don't think so still, i think that's still well, pretty I, direct i thought that was a great way for him to go out though i mean it was i just like thought that what, was way little... better than the way um tom hardy who played bane way better than bane's exit in dark knight rises right <laughs> but I mean, it's still very good. And then he just kind of, and I like how he's just like, he thinks he's going to die. He's like, well, I got, I got revenge for my son, essentially. And he's like, and my mission's complete, you know? And then they just like, just kind of side at him, just walk past and you just like see the, the chief's daughter, like just kind of look at him and just like ride on. Mm-hmm. She's, Apparently just said like, hey, that's the guy who saved my life. So they're just like, we're just going to leave. 
just like fuck dude like i thought he was gonna die yeah and they leave it ambiguous of whether he's gonna die in the elements i guess yeah i i like to think he survived after all that i don't know like he still took a lot of damage in that final fight and him like he's oh yeah still gonna have some lots of healing to do but I, i like to think he's still alive yeah, I mean, I'd like to think so too. I think there's still like he still has like some horses around or like a horse. Oh, one thing I forgot that I loved was uh oh when he went up when he was tracking Fitzgerald, he uh, the other guy he he put him on the horse and was hiding underneath the uh, the, the stuff the other horse was carrying. So when Fitzgerald yeah. shot the dead guy, we you know we thought he shot um, Hugh Glass. He goes down to investigate, and then Hugh Glass pops out and shoots him in the arm love that i yeah i love that too because this thing i'm like okay i saw him like chop up a tree but i'm not seeing any tree branches so i'm like okay so i'm like the tree branch is holding it up but i'm like holding up a coat and i'm like but it still doesn't look like a tree branch but to know that he used that to make uh the already dead like the captain like appear to be him i'm like okay but i still didn't uh, realize or anticipate that he was going to be slumped over the back horse. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, I should. That was a that great guy. surprise. Oh yeah. So I don't know. Why don't we? We'll wrap it up here. Um, if I had to sum this up in two words, epic masterpiece. I think this is a great film. Just very well made. Great acting. Just everything about it. It's just so good. I get a solid A plus. Fair enough. I mean, talking more about it, I'm just like, yeah, maybe, maybe it's just it feels like the maybe the mood I was in when I was watching it. But like talking about, it, I'm like, yeah, it like, should have been perfect for this weekend. It was I don't all have, ice and cold like, out I there. don't have a bad. I mean, I don't have actually like a bad thing to say about. It. Like I said, it dragged, but I'm like, but now talking about, it, I'm like, no, like it just was Not really like, though perfect, like silent moments. I don't, I don't know. So just talking about it, like makes me think of it a lot higher regard now. Just like you talking about, it, I'm like, okay, all right, you know what. I think Dan, Dan moved from like, a yeah, C was, to a C plus. <laughs> no, it was definitely, it was never going to be below like A, you know, like it's still like the cinematography is still on point. Like that's the thing. Like, even if I'm like, oh, it dragged a little bit. I'm like, but it looks so fucking beautiful that I'm just like, it carried me through. I'm like, what did it carry me through though? Maybe it's just nothing. It carried me through nothing. I guess I, I, I just really like this movie. I like it more. I'm glad I, you I like, finally saw it. I'm glad you finally I saw like Birdman and this this last week. It. I was so excited for DiCaprio. Should he, should he have gotten a nomination or a nomination? Should he have gotten a win before this? Because he was, I think, nominated six times before this movie. Yes, he should have. Definitely. But was I glad he got a win for this? Hell yeah. I mean, I remember getting up and cheering when he got announced the winner back in 2016 for the Academy Award. I was on my feet like, yes, finally, finally. And I guess I was also another preconceived notion like this is like the movie that they're like, okay, here's the Oscar, Leo. It's but just not, like though. watch it and to hear what you're like behind the scenes. I'm like, oh, he fucking worked for it. Oh, he it wasn't like he was it. in like some like role that he was just like charming Leonardo DiCaprio. No, like, this, this was not like some soundstage fake snow element either. I mean, this is like out the whole cast and crew is freezing their ass off. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Solid A plus for me. Love it. DiCaprio is amazing. Tom Hardy. Amazing. I mean, just everything about it. Just so amazing. Again, I think this and Mad Max Zero definitely top two favorite movies of 2015 that year. If a second-run theater plays this movie again, I'm there. I so want to see this on the big screen again. It's definitely a big screen movie. But yeah, yeah, I, I would that... definitely go and see this in theaters. So yeah, that is a sounds like two solid A's. Definitely two thumbs up for uh, the Revenant. Sweet. Any last thoughts? Yeah. No, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. Cool. Well, where can they find us? They can find us online on movies, movies underscore Bruce on Instagram and Twitter. And, you know, I know it's, what, six years old now, but what do you think of The Revenant? I think Leo should have gotten the Oscar. I mean, we get it. He could have won for almost any other role he's ever been in. Aviator, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Of all the ones, I really, if nothing else, Wolf of Wall Street felt like the biggest shoe. And, like, it's Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio critically acclaimed movie this is i I do like how after he won the oscar he took a nice break i mean he took a what three and a half year hiatus i think just took a break after that 
Owen to come back and be in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, which was awesome. Hell yeah. Which, of course, he was amazing in that as well. Rick Dalton. Rick fucking Dalton. You just had to have... You couldn't have three. You had to have eight. You fucking drunk, you. You fucking alcoholic. God, so great. So great. All right. Well, everybody, hey, thanks. That is our wrap-up here for The Revenant. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading the show. If you like it, share it with others. And we'll talk to you next time on... Movies and Ruth. Cheers. <laughs>